good last time. Oh, let me put oh, check on. All right, hello? Hello, hello. Hey, all hey. right, we got connection. All right, I'm going to mute you. Let's see. Sounds good. I can mute myself too. Or you can mute me. I did it. All right, hello, hello. This is Ty. Find your beast with Ty. Today, we're going to have Nicole back again. We talked about whatever. This time, we're just going off the cuff again, and we're going to be talking about some good stuff here to help get us to our best self, to get us to our best self, to help us find that beast, to wake us up, to change our attitudes about what's going on in 2020. Nicole, help us out. We're going to start off today with our what? has been some of your struggles during 2020? Oh, well, I don't think anybody would have any issues talking about their struggles during 2020. That's an easy question. But I don't have none. Oh, okay. Well, Tyrone doesn't have any. I had to definitely, I had your typical struggles. I'll just, we'll just go down, get down the line of our typical 2020 struggles. So, Okay. I guess the first one was my job insecurity. Um, industries are changing. Now, what did you they, do? what did you do there? What did you do there when you got that little struggle? What did you well, do? Well, first there was a normal reaction, the uh, panic. Did you pull your hair? So you pulled your hair out. My, I, I go for the crying. I get emotional. Oh. I go for the the crying. I go for the poor me. I don't deserve this. I I go for the oh, did pity you party. You on the blame mode? Yeah. Oh, that's okay. All right. <laughs> so, so I, I went I, there. I know that when you're in the blame mode, that's okay. That's that, that's what happens. We're gonna tell you how to come out of that. Go ahead, Nicole. But then I realized, okay, with any bad situation. There are the things you can control, and there. And sometimes we're in, we're in the blame, the pity, the why me. We don't think of all the things that we actually can do in this situation. We just get into the stuck cycle of, I don't deserve this. Why me? Why is life so hard? I don't get a break. But sometimes things happen in life that are not fair. And in, it takes time and practice and snapping yourself out like, okay, my job's probably going to end soon of uh, just the way the economy and things are changing. And while this pandemic is happening, what I'm doing exactly here, it might not be relevant. So what can I do? And when I brainstorm and get my plan, like, okay, what are the things I can do? I realized at the job I'm at, I can, yeah, I can work, work really hard and do the best job I can, but my job is probably going to, they're going to keep me on for as long as I can, but it's probably not going to be until this pandemic ends. So I need to find my plan B and my plan C. And so, okay, what can I do? How can I work remotely to keep my job? And then if I work remotely, you know, kind of make, make a shift. Okay, so the products that the company 
typically sold, maybe that's not exact, maybe that won't really work in the pandemic, but how can I use my skill sets to shift what I do a little bit to an industry that is doing okay in the pandemic? And so it was trying to think about how do I use my talents and my skill sets? How can I shift that into something that is working right now and find a job where the context of the job would work? And for some people that could be more difficult than others, but I think if you have an open mindset and focus on what can I do, even a situation that at first feels hopeless and impossible, then you start to see those opportunities come up. And that the first opportunity won't work, the 10th won't work. I actually had three, and this has never happened to me before the pandemic, before 2020, but three job offers, they, they verbally told me they were gonna hire me and then they told me, oh, actually we can't do that anymore. Our priorities changed. That has never happened to me before, but in this new normal companies, they think they want to expand. They think they're okay. They think, and then later on, when they look at their budget sheet, they say, you know, we just, we can't bring up, we shouldn't be bringing on any more people. That happened to me three times, but eventually I was able to find a new job. So I was able to quit before I was going to get laid off, but there was this financial concern going on and I was also buying a house. So like, okay, I need to keep this before I sign the lease because otherwise they're not really, you know, we're not going to get the house. There are also some health concerns, both my own health concerns and also um, health, the health of my family during the pandemic. I've had a typical thing of, you know, my mom got COVID and aunts and uncles and cousins. Um, you know, I had unfortunately an uncle pass away from COVID. So there's, you know, losing people and worrying about how your loved ones, um, you know, we, we, you know, so I've had the financial concerns and the health and losing your loved one concerns and the, since my family lives far away, I can't see them in person. So there's the social loneliness aspect. So all, all the typical problems of 2020, I was not immune to those by any means. All right. And as I tell people all the time, adversity is our greatest teacher. We're going to learn to overcome things as we went through challenges. I got 33 years, you know, in the military, and I done been through a lot of challenges as a leader. I tell people that's the time to write your blueprint, your plan, your game plan. What is that big vision that you have for your life? Because remember, we got to visualize, we got to internalize it, strategize, and then implement it, you know, and optimize, and then make it become a necessity. Because there's bigger pictures out there to fry besides just a job. Remember, life is probably more important than the J-O-B. You just got to believe in your game plan like she said, she had like multiple game plans. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. You got to be able to strategize and be able to walk through that to make a difference in what you plan on doing. And that's what we have to do sometimes. We have to take a step back and ask myself, do I actually have a blueprint for my life? Now, I'm going to go off of Yoda here because I love Yoda. You got to be a Jedi master. That's what I am. and became a Jedi master at this, but I'm still learning. You got to train yourself 
to let go of everything you fear to lose. That is a powerful quote because I'm sure at that point you thought you was going to lose everything, but you got to let go. Got to let go. I got this. Got to work through this. I'm powerful. We've had some discussions back and forth. Hey, we got this. You, You got a vision. You have a purpose. Now, what is your purpose? I know we talked about some of your fears. We're going to hit on those next. But what is now your purpose? Just in case, you know, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G plan you have. That's a good question. I mean, we might need some back and forth on this. So I'll give you my my basic purpose. And if you we want to tweak it live on here, we can we can perfect my purpose. But you know, my my purpose, well, in the broad sense, is to make life a little bit better for other people. But to be more specific, it's to give people the opportunity to have their health. So people, I believe it's easier for them to reach their potential if they don't have health problems and medical concerns. So just, you know, for the most people that I can in whatever way I can is to try to make sure that those around me have well, on a professional level, have their health, but also at a personal level, that they, that they, if I can cheer someone up, if I can inspire them a little bit, give them, you know, that motivation that they need. But for the people that I have contact with, can I make them a little, feel a little bit better or clear their path so that they can help them clear, clear out those obstacles so that they can reach their full potential. All right. So, so as, so as she helped those people to the next potential, see, that's what we have to do. We have to refocus on the problem and turn that problem into an opportunity of value. What value can I bring to this situation or to someone else? And as we look at that, you start to focus on what is my value. It's kind of like being a tree. You can't be that tree on the Wizard of Oz, right? You can't be that tree on Wizard of Oz that wanted to take. Can you hear me? You can't be that tree on the Wizard of Oz. And on the Wizard of Oz, you have... Huh. I can hear you. Hello? We're having some technical difficulties. Can you yes. hear me? Okay. Hello? Having some technical difficulties. I can't hear Tyrone right now, but maybe everybody else can. I don't, I don't see my... I don't see it moving. It's kind of okay. weird. Can you hear me now? What about now? What about now? Can you? Little difficulties over here. Hello? Can you hear me? No? 
What about now? Can you hear me? Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Okay, I this is where I'm using now. I can hear something. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Happened, but Okay. Yeah. Yep. Can you hear okay, me? Okay, you fine. All right, here we go. Okay, I don't know. All right. Could you hear me on We are you hear me on the Zoom? <laughs> Well, we were we're both on mute, so no. No, I, I'm muted, but that's okay. You can hear me on the the, oh. the recording. All right, so now we're back. Yeah. The thing we were talking <laughs> about was working on different aspects. Point of her overcoming her. And I don't know how I lost you out there in the audience, but we're going to have a two-piece of this podcast. Got to overcome those okay. obstacles. We're going to work <laughs> through this. We're going to learn. We're going to learn. because That's right. It's not really an obstacle if you don't see it as an obstacle, I tell people. So what we're going to do is make sure technology is working here for us at this point. I think we stopped at... We worked on Yoda. You got to let go all that fear so that we can move forward. All right. So let me go back to my little notes. There we go. I'll work from my phone. So when we rise up, you know, in the morning, we got to say, I'm going to have a good day. That's what we got to do. have are you okay all that stuff you have is just stuff they're not gonna put a u-haul behind your hearse you ain't gonna get no u-haul ain't gonna be no u-haul they're gonna be just you in that hearse that's it so what are the three people well i'll give you five what five people would you want around you if you had a month to live? Ooh, ouch. Well, I, I don't want you to feel like hurt, Tyrone. You might not have quite made oh, the don't cut. Don't <laughs> don't I you wouldn't have made my cut, neither. You wouldn't have made my cut. <laughs> It's not that I don't love you, but I, I, I got I to cut Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we got, we got, we got a lot of love to I give her. I a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. I got a lot so, of love to spread around. Number one is. Love, a lot of love. 
I'm the love doctor. So number one would be my husband. Okay, that's good. That, that uh, I'll tell him that's good. That's a good one. Okay. <laughs> so he he's good. He's, he gets to stay. <laughs> uh, then we got to go with my mom. Okay, that's uh, good. Gotta, one. Gotta, gotta, I mean, she did birth you. That's good. Yeah, you know she, you know, and then you know, and then we got to go for in the work. Yeah, yeah. Then then we got to go with my dad. Okay, you know, he, he was the there. He paying the bills. He was putting in the work too. Yeah, he paying the bills. Now, now, mm-hmm. I I only got two more, so That's okay. I'm gonna go with my my I'll top two friends. Five. You can go with three. Or yeah, five. yeah. So so I got so I got three more, so gonna go with two of my very good friends Sophie and Dan okay they got to mix the family and friends in there ain't that wrong with that put them, put them in there that's good now see what it is is we have a picture and stop that's going around now you know my podcast we get real you got to let out all the poo poo gotta let all the poo poo out let all that poo poo out, and then you gotta wash it. You gotta wash. You gotta wash yourself all that poo poo every morning, because it's gonna be something that's gonna happen to you in the morning that's gonna want to stop you. Now, Marcus Aurelius had a good one. He says in his quote, "When you rise in the morning, when you rise up in the morning, think of what a precious privilege." It is to be alive, to breathe, to think, to enjoy, to love. See that? See that ain't nothing with the poo poo. There's no poo poo up in there. See, that's all just that's heart and soul. That's deep. See, you start to think, what can I do? Am I getting to breathe, think, enjoy, love? Tell me what would be what you would love to enjoy that last month. What would I love to enjoy? I mean, obviously, I think number one is it's, I guess, kind of a two pronged sort of a thing. So, I mean, because there was actually, you know, a point, you know, because of a little health scare I had this year where, you know, it wasn't a month, but I thought, what if I only have, what if I only have, two years or a year or two. And then it's like, well, how do I make every day last as long as possible? How do I make it so that I am savoring everything that I have? And it's easy to focus on like the fear and even just the fear of, I don't get to live forever. Like we want to, Hold on to that, but none none of us are getting out of this alive. And we really only have this moment. You cannot leave. And if you focus on just the little things, it could be obviously it's the people that you love. So those top five people, how can I connect with them? How can I share the love and spread the love? How can I just do some little thing? To help others you don't have to reinvent you know cure cancer you know do some big thing but you know there's kind of the small scale and the large scale some of us we dream that you know we have to be some world famous something otherwise but we what we did didn't matter but really you could be kind of the whole world to one other person you could be 
someone else's world and you can make a huge difference to one other person by a very simple act sometimes. Just a kind smile, a kind gesture, or a sincere asking them, how are they doing? You'd be surprised how few, at least I've noticed, how few people really want to know how I'm doing today. And when someone really asks, it, it actually kind of puts you off like, oh, someone really wants to hear about me. Someone really cares about how I'm doing. Someone's actually checking up on me. Well, what's the I usually say, I'm fine, the but there's no real, it's not real. It's like, no, no, I really want to know how you're doing. Yeah. So that's why I ask, what's the best part of your day? Yeah. See, you got to think about that one. That ain't the fine, good. Sounds the opposite. Said, that don't sound <laughs> fine. That sound like. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's totally opposite. See, what we do is we trap all that poo-poo up in us. We trap it. Okay? Um, so you can't trap all the poo-poo up in you. So you got to release yeah, one little and let it Yeah, one little kind of go. mental exercise that I, I read it somewhere and I started doing go. is, because if you think that everything's going to go fine in life, you're going to be disappointed a lot. If you think, because... I felt like, why can't I just have my little world that I built for myself to stay the All same the and be relaxing and comfortable? But then if it, if I look back on my life or if anyone listening, if you reflect back on your life, the times when you had your greatest triumphs and joys and accomplishment, it wasn't when everything was fine and comfortable. The times when you have those greatest moments, it was after you overcame something, after you faced this obstacle that you didn't know how you would how you would do, how you would handle it. And you were able to sometimes make changes that you wouldn't have made on your own or learn new things about yourself or look at something from a new perspective. And those things that you initially see as obstacle or make you uncomfortable, that's actually where some of the greatest moments in your life come from and some of the most memorable parts. And so a little exercise is when I want to complain about something, Replace that complaint with the word great, and then you have to fill in why what happened is great. She said, fill in the why is great. That's why we got to say in the morning, this is the new mantra, write this down, because I want you to start this. And then I want you to dose yourself, just like uh, taking your pills or your prescription meds. This is your prescription. I got this from Joyce Myers. She said something good is going to happen to me today. That's what she wakes up. Something's good is going to happen to me today. And something's something good is going to happen through me today. Now, you know me. We're, we're in the beast mode. So something great is going to happen to me. And then something's great is gonna happen. Through gotta gotta step me. up. Great. It's not just That's good, my, it's great. I had to change good <laughs> to great. That's right. That's right. That's right. And and you know, like old Maya Angelo, she always leaves me with just a little nugget. She was just wonderful. We gotta leave a nugget before we leave this earth. This is a wonderful day, she said. I never seen it before. 
So as we talk about these exercises and what we're going to do, Nicole, when you see this new day, mm -hmm. when you in your pity party, you know, we got the poo-poo all over us, we ain't washed our face yet. What is it we do to well, get that? That, that is quite the graphic the image of my situation. <laughs> I mean, I, it's maybe a bunch well, of poo-poo or it maybe is. it's some it fertilizer for your garden. Maybe you got to shovel that poo-poo. And you put that in that garden and well, see, see what I can grow out of that. Maybe. See, I look at it as good soil. But that's why you got to look at the perspective of your situation. See, you might think it's poo-poo. I think it's fertilizer. Sometimes you got to move the poo-poo, though, because if it's in your house, that's not that's where things are going to grow. Right? Sometimes, you know, you got to put it in some bags and, you know, put it outside. <laughs> but I use poo-poo. I use poo-poo. All right, well, I, I don't want to see you. Well, <laughs> but, you know, take it, move it, change it up how you need to. But there's very few things that you can't at least turn into some manure and some fertilizer or something in there. Yeah, Simplot make a lot of money on poopoo. Yeah. A lot of money on cow poopoo. <laughs> It is. I smell it. It's, it's right there in my mouth. It's really bad. So, it, see, see, the thing is, we think that poo-poo is bad. Nah, poo-poo ain't bad. You can recycle it and use those nitrates to make fertilizer. That's what they do. I always tell people each day is a gift. Don't ruin your gift. We always want something we are always grateful for things that we paid for. What is Me? it that you grateful for oh, that you didn't tons pay of things. for? There, yeah, there's... Help me out, Nicole. Yeah. You, I, when, you know, you know, I, I actually <laughs> started this he thanks said, to you, Tyro. But I, know, I write down five things every morning that I'm grateful for. All right. And... There, very rarely, I'm just trying to see if I can find my little notebook that I have here, but because I wasn't, this is this is all improvised off the cuff, but there uh -huh. rarely are things that I paid for. Um, the things I know that I wrote about it uh, for today were just conversations that I had with my friends that I got to actually chat with my friends. And these are friends that don't live in the same city, but thanks to the pandemic, we're all more, we actually call each other. And do little FaceTimes and Zooms and things like that. And friends that don't live in the same city as me, I get to see their faces again. And we get to interact more. I was happy that I get to look outside and see trees and nature every day. I didn't really pay for that. I didn't pay for my friends. Some things I'm thankful just for maybe a cup of coffee in the morning, which maybe I did pay a little bit, but it was definitely a very accessible amount that I paid for or that I have heating a light in my home. They can be very small things. Sometimes I even just pay for, hey, I, you know, I, I, I feel healthy. I, I'm fine. I feel, I feel great. So just even sometimes I was thankful for an email that I, a funny email that a coworker sent me because she thought of me. And just sometimes it could just be a little joke, um, just a few kind words. But yeah, just knowing that, hey, 
people actually want to talk to me still. That just showing that gratitude that I have, just most of the things that I'm grateful for every day, they're not things that I bought. They're really, because I also, because I talked to another girl and she was doing this, but she was writing the same things. And for mine, I have to write something different. Every five, every day I have to come up with five new things because then you just get into this habit. Oh, I'm grateful for my husband. I'm grateful for this. And then, and then it just becomes numb. But if for my little self project is I have to think right. of five new then things every day. And then you get really detailed and then you really think about just those little things because the way you appreciate every day as a gift. I mean, you kind of remind me of something. We said every day is a gift. and We have the expression, don't look for gift horse in the mouth. Like, just because the day isn't what you wanted doesn't mean it's not still a gift. So just because today things happen that maybe wasn't your ideal you day, it's still a gift. You don't want to and you shouldn't throw it away or not appreciate it just because yeah, the day is not a perfect day when you're on vacation in a island, right. tropical island. It doesn't need, that doesn't need to be a gift for you to appreciate it. So you don't want to send it back unopened, people. Don't send it back unopened. We take things for granted, you know, like being able to, you know, some people can't see. Some people can't walk. I watched this little guy that uh, Nick uh, Visisich. You got to watch him. He has no arms and no legs. He is an amazing speaker. This guy is just like putting it down. I mean, he bring you the word. And guess what? He's happy as he can be. He even got a kid. He ain't got no arms, no legs. He just had a baby. And he's married. Really? You don't have it. Yeah, I, that reminded me of. He said he wouldn't even give it back. I mean, sometimes I'm he sure we can all find our little specific things. But there's often things Gratitude. that our parents told us. Uh, and they said, you'll understand uh, when you're older. It's about, you know, maybe eating your vegetables or, you know, whatever your parents made you do that you didn't understand why they were, or, you know, like, mm -hmm. but, but where I'm going with this is sometimes you don't understand your gift yet until you're older, but that doesn't you mean to, you need you to need throw to it away. Telling them why. So sometimes something happens, it's a gift, but you don't know why yet. Maybe sometimes you can see it that day, but sometimes you still need to accept the gift and try to work with the gift because maybe... At that moment you receive it, you don't you don't see the value of it. But it's still a gift that you need to work with. That's right. So gratitude plus generosity plus sincerity is our internal happiness. That's the equation. That equals our internal happiness. It kind of wakes us up. I like to tell, now, I'm not saying you guys got to be biblical, this and that, but I tell God or universe, whatever you call them, thank you for my wonderful life. There is so many things wonderful about my What's life. What's wonderful and about your life now? I actually uh, just... Nicole. So, it's weird because I was actually, just last night, was having a little debate with my my cousin's wife, that she felt like this year has been a waste, that we're going to look back on this year and think this was a wasted year. And I had to disagree. It's different. And sometimes the 
way that we did things and the way we got our joys, we had to be, we have to be creative. We have to do things in a different way. But I, I'm already not looking back at any moments of this as a waste, as there are just so many things that I'm grateful for, that I'm enjoying, that I love and am thankful about my life. One is that I'm here and it doesn't have to be all smiles and happy times. Even, you know, if, if, you know, when I lost, a, you know, my uncle, there's a sad pain in that. And there's no reason to, to, to deny that pain. But there's also just the thankfulness that I, that I had him and that I got to know him and that he was in our lives and that he, we got to share time together on this earth. And there's being thankful for that. And there's being thankful of the people that I still have and the people that I can still, we have the technology to still interact with people all over the world and see their faces and hear their voices. And sometimes we have to be creative about how do you let those people know that they're still special and have them feel special and give them your love. But we can still do that. And sometimes it's maybe even better that we don't take that for granted anymore. Before we just used to assume that you could just go hang out and see a bunch of people and have a big party and be packed in a room with sardines and it's not a big deal. You can still see a lot of people. You can still, you know, even if you're in pain, you're still alive. You can still breathe. There's still not everything's bad. Even if you are having some health issues, you, there's still like, I, oh, I forgot the kid's name. There's this kid and I, he had a very beautiful speech and he, you know, because of some birth defects that he had, you know, he was limited on what he can do, but he says, I don't focus on what I can't do. I focus on what I can do. And, you know, he was in I don't know his name. No, he had his arms and everything, but Nick is the same way, but just focus on what you uh, can Nick. do. And if you think of everything you can do, even Nick, if you have no arms and arm no legs, even it's... if like this other kid, you know, he had a lot of mobility issues. There's still so many things you can do. There's still so many ways to enjoy whatever brings you joy, whether it's, you know, being with people or enjoying nature, exercise, music, reading. There's just, so many hobbies you can explore so many keep that curiosity of well how can I do this what can I learn about this beautiful universe and connect with people and help people and you're given the gift of existing in this earth you're given at least one more hour one more day and really no matter what your limitations are in your situation and the what you see as obstacles there really are unlimited ways to enjoy that and savor that gift and it's just a matter of really which one do I want to do right now which gift do I want to savor but it's really an endless on the you know even though on one end you know I'm trying to you know be socially conscious and keep my physical social distance from people that don't live in the same household but there's still just so many ways I can connect with people and help people and still enjoy this you know everything that we have it i'm i'm here i'm alive and yeah all right now she gave you a lot of nuggets up in there i mean a lot that was a whole bunch of blessings that you could utilize in your daily walk as we walk through life, if we just start counting up our blessings, our whole life will turn around. It'll just get better.
learn how to get better. Can you hear me now? Twenty twenty to learn how we get better, how we move forward, how we take that new step, that distance, step by step by step. Now it's going to be a struggle. There is no mountain I ever climbed that I didn't have to work. Because if everybody did what the beast does, he was in that beast mode. Everybody be successful. That's why it's usually only like five, ten percent that's truly successful in life. And it's not a money thing. It's actually a mindset attitude thing. Do you love yourself? That's what I ask people. Do you love yourself? Because you know, you can't really love until you love you. It says love thy neighbor as thyself. That's pretty powerful. That was, that's the second one. That's the second greatest one. So it was like, okay. So what is it that you yeah, that's do a big one. to and love yourself? Such a fundamental thing that is surprisingly hard. Oh, yeah. I, if you, I, if I've often reflected that if I... Because it's weird because I'll stand up for myself. If anybody else talked to <laughs> me the way I talk to myself, I would be, oh, oh, that person better watch out. But, but I poo-poo on myself. <laughs> oh, she had the poo-poo on her. That's the poo-poo. So I guess there's the check yourself. When you, when you tell yourself these negative messages, say, would you say this to your best friend or your spouse? or your mom usually the answer is oh no I would never talk to my mom that way I would never talk to my child my spouse my best friend I would never talk to them that way and if, if they were in that situation that is not the way I would talk to them why are you why are you why talking to your neighbor better than to yourself so why do we talk to ourselves that way then why Ooh. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't have the why. Why is she? Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why, but I just, I realize I need to stop. She bathing in it. I don't know why. I just know I needed to stop. Yeah, why are you bathing in that poo? You said what? All right, all right you tell me why I'm doing this. <laughs> A lot. Well, I'm gonna help you out. Probably, I'm gonna help you out, and you tell me if I'm going crazy. Probably because I used to do this because of what someone criticized me. See, a lot of times it's from the outside going into you, and sometimes it's criticized because of you comparing mm -hmm. yourself to others. Another reason, these are some of mine. Now, you tell me if I'm right or wrong. Some of the other reasons is if you have a sibling that's outdoing you or something. That's that comparison thing. That's why parents should never say you should act like 
Tyrone. Because what you're doing is creating That's an interesting a one. So I definitely had a sibling that was smarter and nicer. And I would just say he's more calm. Like I was more the extroverted, outgoing. And he was more the passive, calm one. And when you're a parent, you probably, oh, you know, if you're being a parent's cute. rough and you oh, have this nice little quiet, cute. smart boy. And then you have this loud, bumbunctious uh, girl. And well, you know, I, I I wasn't the favorite. We'll just put it that way. <laughs> well, let them be them. Let them be them. Well, the thing is, it's just I'm just telling the truth. Because, see, we like to tell the truth on Find Your Beast. Because, see, what we do is we try to sugarcoat it. What the truth is, is because you don't want to compare that child. Because that child's unique gifts is like Steve Harvey. He was a clown you know, making jokes when he was younger. So they said, stop behaving like, don't stop, act like your brother. Yeah. What it is, is you want to reminds me of another. if he would act yeah. like his brother. That's just an example. Yeah. See, we want to There's fit a... in the hole of a pig. That's another story you reminded me of. I didn't prepare this. So I don't See, know the name, but there was this woman and she said, you know, the teacher was saying, you know, I don't know, she has some kind of ADD. I don't know what she has. She's just not behaving well. She She's a problem child. And so they sent her to a psychologist because they're like, this girl, she's just, you know, she can't sit still. She can't ADD. learn. She's going to, you know, she's in elementary school and she's already going down the wrong path, misbehaving. And somehow the psychologist figured out she's a dancer. She needs to dance. You put on some music and she was dancing around and they're like, she needs you need to put her in some kind of ballet or dance or something because mm -hmm. she needs to be able to celebrate herself, get into that. And so they did, and she became like a world-famous ballerina. I don't remember her name. But she said if it wasn't for that psychologist who saw the reason why she was kind of fidgety in her chair wasn't because she was, you know, quote-unquote bad. Her gift was to dance. Well, that's kind of the that's kind of the issue, and I can't remember. I can't find the quote or the 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 story, but I'll find it after we're done with the podcast. It's kind of like in the story. It's kind of like school is like uh, everybody gathered together: the bears, the fish, the cats, the dogs. Everybody come to school, right? Yeah, and they want you to climb this tree. Now you got a fish. A fish can't climb the tree. That's not his gift. You got the dog. The dog can't climb the tree. You got all these outliers, and that's kind of how school is. Yeah. They kind of throw this generic piece at you, and they wonder why you ADD. Well, Albert Einstein would have been ADD. Thomas Edison would have been ADD. So... <laughs> Aren't these geniuses? Hmm. I want to be ADD. <laughs> I want to be ADD. That means my mind is moving faster than a normal person. So what is the normal to sit there all day and do subjects that don't pertain to your gift? That's what happens. 
really in a school. I mean, that's yeah, not my think... gift. Me sitting there is, that's not what I want to do. That's not me. I mean, I understand. Yeah, I think there's these, and there's also, I think, the danger of putting labels very young, and then these labels turn into stories that we tell ourselves. And, you know, I'm not a psychologist, so I don't know about, you know, what. That's why I don't believe in ADD. But, you know, just because even if you do have something, it doesn't mean you don't have other gifts and that you, you know, that's just, you know, like someone who maybe doesn't have an arm. That doesn't mean you can't do a million other things. You just need to be able to kind of work with work with what you got. And just for me growing up, um, I actually found out as an adult that I am dyslexic. Work with what you got. But when I was growing up, people didn't really understand it. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, for me, it was actually... Actually, comforting. It explains why certain things in school were more difficult for me, and then I turned that into a story. Of, oh, I'm just not good at anything related to English or reading or anything in a whole category. When there's really just this one little area where it's going to be more challenging for me, and I need to be, be more creative in how I do this. But I turned that into a story of anything related to the arts and music. That's just not me. Because when I was first introduced to certain things, I was having a harder time with it. And so sometimes maybe your teacher doesn't really know what's, you know, kind of maybe what is your sort of missing arm, so to speak. And that doesn't mean you can't do a bunch of things that you can't, you don't, maybe just need to be creative on how you do things. And it doesn't mean you have to eliminate and put these labels on yourselves and that you're just not good at something, that you just can't do something. Maybe you just need to go about it a different way because of, the unique person that you are. And that's a lot of times some of the fallacy that we have with the school system because we don't have enough teachers to actually stop and be able to analyze that this kid maybe needs a different approach they need a different approach versus the same old stale approach, like stale chips don't work. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't get me going. Now I tell everybody all the time, each one of us are unique, but you can't keep your gift. It's like that tree on the Wizard of Oz trying to keep his fruit. You can't keep your fruit and then the scarecrow got him to throw his fruit at him by licking his tongue at him, you know? So <laughs> sometimes we don't know that we give it up for our gifts or sharing our fruit with our gifts. You got to give it away. You can't die with it. You can't die full. You can need to die empty. You need to <laughs> let it off. I'm finished. So that's a good point. But you're not the dyslexic. That's just a label. We're not going to label Nicole today. Now, I'm going to label myself. I am a little crazy out there, but that's okay. Uh, because I, I, I at least admit it and own it for a little bit. But that's not a label. That just means I'm going to be me. I'm just going to take off all that poo-poo. I like crazy folks. Crazy folks just let all the poo-poo off. 
They ain't got no poo poo on them. So, so a lot of times what they talk about, many people oh. die at age 25 and aren't buried until they're 75. Old Ben Franklin talked about that. So, how, what does that mean to you? Yeah, I, I mean, they it, officially we're called, given this gift of life. They already done killed over. We're given this gift of life, and sometimes we don't know how to use it. They just say they not, we don't know how to live. And it's, but the good thing is, maybe you've been quote unquote dead for the past yeah, five or ten you. years, but you're not technically physically dead. You can come back to life. So yeah, sometimes, a lot of times it's and it's easy. Sometimes we live in the past or we live in the future. Like, oh, things are good when I was a kid, but now because of these twenty reasons, I can't really fully live anymore. I I can't enjoy my life. There's no point to this. Or sometimes it's okay when I retire, I'll be able to X, Y, and Z. But right now, I'm in this miserable situation. Even maybe just uh, like my my cousin's wife of a, you know, kind of. This year is, is a wasted year because it's 2020. And there's no reason to, you know, we're not in, if you're listening, or maybe, maybe you're in a coma and you're listening, I don't know. But if you're able to listen, then you are able to, even if you're in a coma, your your brain's able to do something. So you're able to live. And you can, if you haven't been living your life to the fullest, you can make that decision to stop and wake up and start living right now. And there are so many ways to learn how to live again. It's probably a whole other podcast, but <laughs> I mean, part of it is enjoying your gifts is not sweating about the little things is just about, there's a wonderful world out there that you can be curious about, explore, savor the painful moments and the great moments and the hard times, these are all things you can savor. They're all part of life. But if you're alive, then there's hope for change and to learn and do new things. So, you know, if you're still, if your heart's still beating, if you haven't technically been put in the grave yet, you can wake up and live your life again at any time. And you can choose what that means for you. All right. I love it. I love it. That's what I'm talking about. See, she's a badass. See, that's why I tell people we need to call ourselves. We's a badass mamma jammas. You're a beautiful human for getting up today. You got up out of bed. This is the time to make a difference. This is the time to make a change for showing up, facing whatever demons, whatever dark valleys you're going through that you're trying to destroy you. They're trying to take you out. This is how we renew our mind. This is how we make a different path. 
This is how we get a chance to move forward Ooh. and make that difference. Now, we done got two oh, things kind of just how to live your life. And what was the other one, Nicole? We could do another podcast on Oh, oh all right, all right. <laughs> live your life. So we got two other podcasts we're going to have to do. We're going to have to remember. Got, we, that's the, 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 we, we actually got three in here. You know, we talked about the labels. We talked about, you know, walking through walking through the challenges of life. They ain't problems. Because remember, every single problem has a solution. You just don't know it yet. That's all it is. You just don't know. You just don't know it yet. Because we didn't have cell phones we didn't have let's go back even further we didn't have phones they thought telegraph was the way to go telegraph now we somewhat telegraphing with the messaging we actually going back to telegraph and we're doing the texting some people that's the only way they communicate is texting so we somewhat going back to telegraphing they didn't want to move from telegraphing. No. What's Alexander Graham Bell said, we're going to call people. And then they told Steve Jobs, don't be coming up with this cell phone. Don't come up with this smartphone thing. Do you stay with the iPod? We don't need no smartphone. We got flip phones. Mm -mm. That's why we're able to do this podcast. That's why we're able to do the Zoom these are things that's going to help us out here. Okay? So we got two more pod. Well, we probably got about three because we don't went deep on some stuff here. We talked about the walking through the poop, washing it off with gratefulness and love and generosity. So we're going to sum this up because we just went, we went deep. I want you to tell yourself you are enough today. You were enough yesterday. And you definitely going to be enough tomorrow. But don't wait for tomorrow. My grandmama used to say tomorrow ain't promised to you. So if that's the case, what are you going to do to enjoy the moment today? We already talked about if you only had two weeks or a month. Or a year, but we don't know. I only have, well, I have two weeks. So what are you gonna do? Help us out there, Miss Nicole. Uh, I got today. That's really it. tomorrow is not promised. No, no, no. And... you don't know if you're gonna survive tomorrow. All right, that's all right. I just got, I just got one day. All right, just, promised. just, just. All right, I got one day. He's like, yeah, he's I... like he's trying to stump me. And... <laughs> Well, we don't. Yeah, have so, well, they will, we got, we got no, no podcast know. with this one, but basically, I, my know. life changed that much and how I would live my life. Um, so I've, you know, I had a, you know, I have a friend who, you know, has a genetic disease and uh, first she didn't want to know if she had it. She didn't want to know if she was going to die early, okay. but then she said, you know, I shouldn't be living my life any differently, whether I have it or not. And I think with a lot of this, how would I live my life if I, you know, if all I had today is, it would be pretty much doing the same thing, which is, you know, I love my job, so I would still work. 
I find gratitude and happiness and knowing that I'm contributing something to the world. So it took a while, it took years to find a job where I feel that way. It did not come easy, but I can say that I, I have found that. So I would keep working. I would reach out to my friends, my family. I would, you know, do what I did today, which is try to get out in nature. Nature is, I think, just kind of keeps you connected to the universe or God or, you know, whatever you believe in. I think, and even you know, studies have shown that it has helped with your happiness. So I think part of every day, I think it was Mark Twain or something that said a, a day where you're not in nature is a, a day wasted. So if I, you know, it doesn't have to be in some big trip. Just, just look at a tree. Just see a little bit of grass. Just look at the birds, you know some geese in the sky, just look and say, wow, that's so incredible that we live in this world and universe. And just take five minutes. You don't need a lot of time. I can even do it while I'm working because I work by a window. But even if you don't, you can just, you know, take a little extra long bathroom break and just go outside and be like, wow, this world is beautiful. Or just even, there's actually a guy who is paraplegic and he would go using Google Earth and go travel and look at all the different wonders of the world that way. So there are so many ways you can appreciate the world and nature with a lot more obstacles than you and me have. But I think every day we need to do that because this world and universe is gorgeous and amazing. And you don't have, if you can see some little thing in person, whether it's just, you know, a little bit of a snowflake falling or what have you, just being all of that. If you don't see that, just go, you can do it in two seconds, Google image, some amazing site and be like, wow, this world or universe is gorgeous. So again, just, Family and friends, spread the love, contribute. Now, what else say there, uh, 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 fa uh, my uh, faithful followers there? What else should she say? She said, this world About is me? gorgeous. What else should she say to I'm herself? I'm great. <laughs> That I gorgeous. That's how you got to do it. You just internalize it. See, we got we got to put it in us first. Very, very true. Yeah, I want to make sure. And she, I think a lot of sure this pity party is when yeah, we think we can't shovel out the poo poo party. Like, oh no, I can, I can do this. I, you can, I can be in a room full of poops. That just means more fertilizer outside, and I can shovel it out. You can give me more tomorrow and I can shovel it out again. So I think a lot of it is, yeah, just That's knowing right. that wherever you are, whatever you've done, you're great and beautiful and, you know, not just in a physical meaning of beautiful, but in a all-encompassing spirit. Right. Yeah. I'm, talking spirit. I'm talking about spirit, the, the heart, the deep. I'm not talking about a physical appearance. That goes away. I'm talking about that spiritual heart. When I talk about beautiful, amazing, I mean that deep. That's that, yeah. Just, that you know, I, I was That's mentioning I, nature, but you're part of nature. You're created. So, Your life is here. Just the fact that you are here right now and this time of Earth is just wow. And just take time to appreciate and savor that you are part of that amazing, beautiful, awe-inspiring miracle. And a lot of times, you know, we, we forget, we look so much at the external, we get caught up with the world. 
versus building that internal in You, he can't even get through. So this is a letter I found. Now, I didn't write it, but I probably got one like this I wrote to myself years ago. Because we're going to sum this up. I know we've been going for a little <laughs> while, but that's okay. We're getting deep on here. This letter is to you. This is for everybody out there. Now, you, as though you're reading this to yourself, That you that's had a rough week, the you that seems to be under constant storm clouds, the you that feels invisible, the you that doesn't know how much longer you can hold on, the you that has lost faith, the you that always blames yourself for everything that goes wrong to you. You are incredible. You make this world a little bit more wonderful. You have so much potential, so many things left to do. You have time. are coming your way ourselves there because remember if you ain't happy with the person that you see in the mirror you can't be happy with nobody else all right leave us with you know my last final questions is what is it that since we were talking about you know self-talk and love what is it that you love the most about yourself I would say the thing that I love the most about myself is my grit. I fall down, I get hurt, I get in my pity parties, but I always stand up again See, that's that and find a way to keep going. I like it. That's that two-year-old spirit. I like it. That little toddler just bounce up, just bouncing back up. I love it. See, that's that fight. And also just not being self-conscious. That a two-year-old isn't self-conscious because they fell 50 times while trying to walk. They know. No criticism. They, they have no self-consciousness. And they understand that that's something that we forget. That learning is failing and falling yep. down 50 times or 100 times. And it doesn't mean you don't just, yep. you got to learn how to walk. And you can walk. And just because you fall 50 times doesn't mean you can't. So. All you did, if you, you know, or just with me is just, okay, push myself back up. Let's keep going. And I feel like that has helped me tremendously with my success. It's not that I'm smarter, more talented than anybody else. Is that I, I'll just keep getting up. I'll get up that 51st time or that 101st or thousandth time. And so that's what I love about myself is that 
I'll keep doing it. I'll keep. I'll find that way to turn poo poo into manure. I'll find something to do All with right. it, and I will. I'll, I'll just keep looking at it. And say, okay, I got there something with this. Yeah, I'm gonna keep in fertilizer. He's refining it. So. All right. So that's what we're talking about. Trying to make the best version of ourselves starts with us. The letter. You know, I think I probably found it on Pinterest or something like that. That's like one of my favorite spots. I found a lot of these letters and quotes and memes. I think I got like 18,000 now because uh, I do this every morning. I got to read something that's going to lift me up after I've been talking to myself. So don't forget about your power. You have more power than you think. If you don't remember too much else, Say something good to yourself, like uh, Nicole talked about. What is your power spot? What does power mean to you, Nicole? What does power mean to me? I think power is your energy, is your ability to do things for others. You can choose whether that's good or bad, but power is your energy. And you choose what you do with it. But you have it. You're a human being. You can choose to just let it sit there. You can choose to get into a negative or not use it the best way. But it's your ability to affect the world and those around you. And I said it. It's your choice on what you do with it. If you just let it sit there, you can let it get into the negative. Or can you switch that around and use it for the positive? All right. So as we finish out, remember, our homework is to start our grateful journal, start our self-talk. Make sure you have your journal with you because sometimes you get a little, even if, the, even if you write down some of that, uh, you know, we talked about some of the fertilizer that was poop before. Then we turned it. We turned it around. Because it's okay to write down that neck, but don't, but when you let it out, now you got to wash it. You got to walk through it. Like Iyama was talking about, you got to walk through it now. Then you got to wash it off. You wash it off with love. You wash it off with finding your power. So you got to learn to value yourself and then you got to go value someone else. Mm-hmm. Thanks again for all the value that you brought to the podcast. Did you want to leave them with anything before we close out? Did you want to leave them with any nugget for the for their journey to their best self into that beast mode? Yeah, I mean, just maybe just as a, a summary is life is going to, you're going to wake up some mornings and find that pooper in your room. That is not, that your happiness and success and your ability to have those is not dependent on that poo-poo never entering your room. You have the power to get to wash yourself off, get it out, and turn it into some fertilizer. You just have to remember that you have that power. So that power is finding that beast to get on up. To get on up in that beast mode so that you here to wake up and find that next level that I got to keep on pushing. I got to keep on going now. As long as I'm breathing, 
I got to keep on pushing through. So again, thanks for coming on. Find your beast with Ty. Thanks, Nicole. Thank you, Ty. For coming on again. We already got like three four <laughs> podcasts out of this. I'm telling you, we got another one. I'm, if you guys think which one y'all want to hear first, let us know. Message me on Facebook. Y'all know where I'm at. Or Twitter, whatever. Um, say, hey, I want to hear that one again. Or I want to go more into the washing and cleansing myself when I'm into that, you know, the stink land. All right. As I talk to y'all later, find your beast with Ty. Go be grateful.